Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest Ron Howard movie ever made. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkutch. And this week we're covering Minute 30 of the Burbs, which begins with Hans duck walking with a very large trash bag and ends with Hans reversing a car. It's the Minute of Hans. Yes. It's really um, Courtney Gaines' Minute to Shine. It's Baby Klopek's Minute, yes. Yes. And it's, <laughs> uh, it's also a silent minute. Well, it's not... Silent, no sound. It's all sound, because no one's talking. Yeah, there's some grunting and groaning and some smashing going on, but... So, just to talk about the logistics of this, I'll start with them watching him. Now, you lived on a suburban-y type street. If you're at your curb, and your neighbor is at their curb, how far away from you are you from each other? Close enough for them to say, what do you got there, Kentucky Fried Chicken, when I was walking into the house? <laughs> <laughs> so that 20 feet of space are you saying that's probably not enough to hide from your neighbor and not behind trash cans that don't even cover your entire body no yes <laughs> not when you're a grown man trying to hide behind a trash can no but apparently hans isn't very observant oh see that i had i did have that i had that as a note does hans see them and at what point does he see them that's uh, yeah i mean he does look around at one point uh, also to note, um, the Klopex have two trash cans outside, which, as I noted in the last minute, are god-awful aluminum cans like I used to have. But one why? can is one can is larger than the other. Yes, one is bigger than the other. And why do they already look like they have blood on them? Oh, that was that's rust, my friend. <laughs> is that what that's rust? Did you not that's have that... a crappy aluminum trash can growing up? That's <laughs> <Not> sure. <laughs> that's what mine looked like. They were rusty. And the friggin' lid would always come off and roll down the street, or little kids would go by. I live next to an elementary school. So kids oh, would go by on trash day and take the lids off and fight with them. It's a shield. It's a shield. <laughs> it's a shield that smells like my, you know, 12 years worth of our garbage. <laughs> so the parents would be freaking out. Yeah, so he takes this giant trash bag and shoves it in the his larger thing. And then Hans looks around. Yeah, does he, he does. See him, does no. he see him at that point? I don't think so. I don't think he sees him either. Because I don't know if he would do step two of what he does if he sees them there. <laughs> um, I also have a real question. So Hans puts his big trash bag in there and then walks back to his car and pulls out, you know, the thing we all have in our car. A hoe. A hoe. He had a hoe in the back seat. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, he definitely had a hoe with him. <laughs> yeah, so he gets the hoe and he just starts smashing this trash bag. He slams the hoe up and down. Yeah, he hits it. Uh, let's see, eight, nine, ten, oh. eleven. Oh, he hits it a ton of times. And uh, my real question is, when he's all done hitting it, it's not any further into the trash can. No, it and accomplished he, he, nothing. It's a good five seconds of him just slamming that thing in there. Yeah, and nothing happened. It didn't go any further into the trash can. Oh, it didn't move. So then he goes. He's going to pick up the lid and put the lid back on. Then he looks across the street. He does. He looks around again, and he does kind of stop across the street. I think he sees them right there. It's possible. I think he saw them. He put the trash can lid back on, and as soon as he got back into the house, he was like, yeah, our neighbor's out there. Because, as we said, it's not like they're hiding. Their right. heads are above the trash can lid. Because <laughs> he go back in and go, oh, man, them wackos across the street saw me put that thing out there. Yeah, I'm assuming what happened is he goes inside and goes, yeah, I think they saw me. So then the Klopax are all looking out the windows, just waiting for them to leave, and the minute they leave, they get rid of the garbage. Back in and get rid of that trash, yeah. So, this moves the needle quite a bit further in the other direction, but one has to a ask, if they are killing people, 
this is the way you're choosing to get rid of the body? You just put it in a trash can and wait for trash men to just take it. Wait for the trash men to come and get it. Oh, because like that's no very easy way to get caught. Yeah. You have a car, you could just drive it somewhere else and there's drop no, the like, body off. There's no like river anywhere close by. <laughs> yeah, they could take it to the lake. Right, take it to the lake. <laughs> <laughs> take it to the lake and drop it off. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's a very interesting minute in a lot of ways. It's it makes you really wonder about Hans. Mostly about his fashion choices. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who dressed uh, Courtney Gaines for this, <laughs> but it is epically bad. Yeah. He just looks like a crazy German immigrant. It, it It's almost fitting, though, because, he, I mean, he's, he looks crazy. He looks, when he's slamming that thing in violently into the trash can. He looks like he got drunk on Oktoberfest, and this <laughs> is how he woke up. His later hose is still on when he came out there. <laughs> he has... Uh, the things he's wearing are too long for shorts and too short for pants. He's <laughs> yeah. wearing like 1989 man capris. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would love to take a deep dive on this minute, but aside from him banging the trash can and some uh, longing stares from the neighbors, yeah, there's not a lot going on. No. I mean, I'm not sure if uh, Courtney Gaines was sitting next to me if he could if he could go on for ten minutes about what happened in this scene. <laughs> Unless he's like, oh, see that haircut? I got that haircut at this place. Well, I mean, unless something crazy happened. Unless he was like, Joe Dante made me shoot this scene 72 times. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Although this definitely seems like, a, uh, yeah, we're going to do this once, uh, one more time for safety, and yeah, we're done. Yeah. And him asking, why am I hitting this thing with a hoe again? <laughs> why, why are the Klopex putting allegedly a dead body out on the street? And then he just backs the car slowly back. And like, why didn't he just walk? I guess the bag was kind of heavy, though. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, he still ended up having to walk it, like, 10 feet. Right. I mean, why not walk it 30 feet? Or why not put one body part out at a time so you don't have to have a trash bag that's gigantic? That seems a little more uh, like the thing to do. You would cut it into pieces and put it out. I mean, even then, you could, you could, it wouldn't look so bad when the trash man pick it up, either. Yeah, so... Yeah, so. Because you're not buy, you're not buying that trash bag at a uh, and that's not your normal trash bag. That's not going in your kitchen. Oh, that's a, uh, a that's, one of those leaf, that's one of those leaf ones, right? Yeah, or construct one of them construction bags. Yeah, well, I mean, we according to these idiot neighbors, they never go shopping, so I'm not sure how they're getting a hold of these things. <laughs> Although I'm really after what's going to happen in the upcoming night, their surveillance um, is really put into question at that point. Yeah, not so good. Yeah, they're not. They are not on as top of things as they think they are. All right. So I did mention this was the greatest uh, Ron Howard minute of all time. Now I did. I, we did briefly talk about Ron Howard when his credit came up, but you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to go through it again. Um, again, I, I, if you don't know who Ron Howard is, I I don't I don't know who you are. Yeah. I did mention earlier Rance Howard, his father's in this movie. You did mention that. Yeah. And uh, so, Ron Howard, I think he was on Happy Days. That's all I know him from. That's what you know him from? <laughs> and maybe a couple other things. But yeah, most I'm not even going to look at his acting credits. I'm only looking at his producing credits. And I'm just going to mention movies that I like. <laughs> so he was the executive producer on Gung Ho, a truly underrated Michael Keaton flick. And then he did, because uh, this is the stuff I talked about. He did Clean It Sober, Burns, Parenthood, The Doors. This is all like right in a four-year period. Yeah. Um, he did Inventing the Abbots, which was pretty decent. He did that TV miniseries from the Earth to the Moon. Okay, I remember that one. Um. Oh, here you go. He was the uh, producer of Beyond the Mat. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you want to really kind of disturbing look into the behind the scenes of wrestling beyond the match, the movie for you. Is that the one with the uh, Canadian, I mean, the Bret Hart screw job that? No, beyond the mat. I don't think that, maybe that one's in there. That's the one where they, that's the one where Mick Foley gets hit with a chair like 25 times. Okay. okay. And like his family's ringside crying <laughs> and like they, they're showing him getting stitched up afterwards. It's the one where uh, Jake, the snake Roberts won't have a, he won't have a meeting with them unless they buy him crack. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> I think I think New Jack's in it or somebody from ECW. Yeah, I mean, like, you could probably pick it any. might be New Jack. I don't remember who it is. And then there's you know who's in it is Draws before he gets hurt. Yeah. And uh, you know at least half the people listening are like who are, I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> Even if you don't like wrestling, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, he was executive producer of Sports Night. Uh, the, the executive producer of Beautiful Mind. I'm sure he took home some hardware for that. Executive producer of Felicity. And then he did four movies in a row. The Snobs, The Break, The Missing, The Alamo. I love how you say you were only going to mention the ones you liked and then talk about Felicity. and. Oh, I can honestly – well, because he did 51 episodes. That's why I mentioned it. That seemed like a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, half the stuff I mentioned I've never even seen. I've never seen one episode of Felicity. No, me neither. Um, sure, it's he, wonderful, though. Yeah, he did Cinderella Man. Frost Nixon was really good. Um, he did all those um, Da Vinci Code movies, but I didn't really care for them. He did Cowboys and Aliens. I didn't know they were Ron Howard to the Da Vinci Code. He's executive producing them. Oh, wow. And he executive produces Arrested Development, which is a great show. Yeah. I was late I was late to the party on that one. It was already off the air by the time I started watching it. So I don't think I've even seen them all. I just, you know, I throw it on once in a while. Um, he's doing the Mars miniseries, which I haven't started watching yet, but I did DVR the first episode. Okay. And most importantly, he's producing The Dark Tower, which I really don't think he's – I think he's like um, producer – I don't want to say producer name only, but like he owned the property. And now somebody else is doing it. So uh, it's one of those I think you just hang around as a producer type things. Right. I, don't, I haven't heard anything about that. I don't know that we're still working on that Dark Tower series. Yeah. It's uh, Idris Elba's in it. Yeah, I heard that. He's the gunslinger. And Matthew McConaughey is uh, the man in black. Oh, nice. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> but I mean, that's how the guy's portrayed. He's, he's kind of like not a goof. No, but he's weird. Yeah, a weird, just like the Clofax. <laughs> and he brings it back around again. Yeah, see, that was a totally <laughs> seamless transition. <laughs> yeah, this is not a minute where I had a lot to talk about. So I, mean, I do not have anything else. I mean, I wrote down just a ton of notes for this minute, but I think we've gone through them all. <laughs> um what else? is there anything we didn't mention oh he backs the car slowly in the garage <laughs> yeah I'm glad, I'm glad you got to that point i'm glad we mentioned that it was very important <laughs> all right i do not have anything else no so uh thanks for joining us on the burbs podcast go over to our twitter we'll uh probably interact with you um tweet us if you have a minute podcast that we're not already following i, I we've got all the one i followed all the ones that we knew so far, but uh, every couple of days we stumble upon another one. Um, you can come uh, listen to me over at Slycast. We're talking about Stallone movies. We should have a new one out eventually, probably. We're working sure. on it. <laughs> Go over to <laughs> I- iTunes and give us a review. Five star review would be nice. We have three review three reviews on there right now. We need five. So uh, you know, get to stepping, people. Come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, what's your problem? Why aren't, why aren't you doing it already? Hurry up. What do you do? What do you do? Like Clopac sympathizers? You don't want to go over there and do that for us? 
Um, so, like I was saying, there's a lot of other Minute movies out there. So uh, go check out the Spinal Tap Minute. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, that podcast goes up to 11. That is another uh, actor I only know from Happy Days. <laughs> Lenny. Lenny and Squiggy. Lenny. <laughs> Shut up. You only know him from Happy Days. I'm so stupid. You're like, I only know him from Happy Days. I'm, all I can think of is Rob Reiner. Oh. I was about to say, he wasn't even on Happy Days. He was on Happy Days. He was on All in the Family. You're an idiot. <laughs> Meathead. <laughs> all right. I don't have anything else. So uh, make sure you uh, buy yourself some oversized trash bags and stay safe, neighbors. <laughs>